And we're back on week one game day after a Yankees win over the Mets, Giants, and Jets a little later on today. This is the MDM Podcast. Joe Morales, Trevor Markowski, like I said, week one game day kicking off in just about 12 hours. Trevor, I'm pumped up, man. How you doing? I'm feeling good. I think it's a little bit more than a little later, but you want to say in the in the afternoon tomorrow, to be exact, right? <laughs> yep, you do, no. twelve hours. Uh, yeah, 12, yeah. Uh, a little, little more than twelve hours. Twelve, 12 hours and twenty three minutes. And more. we're not going to get into the reasons, but you will not be attending Week One of the Giants. I will not. Let's just say personal reasons. Yes. Leave it at that. Yes. So Trevor will not be in the building tomorrow. If you were looking forward to meeting him, you'll have to wait for another time. Trevor will join me on the couch at home. I'll have the Giant game at 4 o'clock, the Jets at 1 o'clock, the Giants at 4. I'll have Red Zone go. Trevor, do you have Red Zone? I do. Okay. I don't buy Red Zone. I have a, a stream that I get for free. I might be like a minute or two behind, but it saves me $100 every year, so I will have Red Zone up on my computer. Jets at, at 1, Giants at 4, and everything else in between on Red Zone. So week one of the NFL is starting, like Trevor said, 12 hours and 20 minutes. Um, I'm pumped up for that. But Trevor, there was a baseball game in town today. Um, Yankees-Mets, 20th anniversary of 9-11. And I, I'll just say it was a terrific game 20 years later after an emotional day for for everyone. No matter where you live, no matter how you were affected, I think, and, and me personally, emotional to everyone, and the fact that it was both New York teams playing tonight with the NYPD hats, with the FDNY hats. Terrific night all around. The game was terrific, and it gets better for us because the Yankees do come out on top. That was the best play out of all. Yeah. <laughs> After the 9-11 ceremonies, was the Yankees won the game. Amen. What were, what were your thoughts on the overall ceremonies? I... I, I... You know, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a touching uh, moment, you know, obviously. And I did see, on our side tonight, I was able to see the two blue lights, and that was always a little bit emotional. You could see it from your house? Yes, I can. Really? Yeah. Wow. I I cannot. That's pretty cool. I I didn't know you were that close. The blue lights, you don't live that close to the city, though. No, I I guess you are closer than me. Yeah. But yeah, I did see the blue lights. So. Wow, that's pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't know you could see it from your place. No, but the blue, uh, the blue lights are always, are always cool though. What's up? I didn't know I could either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that that's crazy, man. But yeah, terrific all around, uh, emotional for everyone. But again, the Yankees come out on top, and from the beginning, it was both starting pitchers struggling earlier in the game. Taiwan Walker was able to go deeper, and let me just say, on the Yankee side. Corey Kluber has been back four or so starts coming off the injury list. Has not been good in either one of them. He's shown flashes, but now four starts off the injury list. He has not given me the typical Corey Kluber start. And a start the Yankees need with Tyone out and Kluber out and a depleted Yankee starting rotation. I need more from Corey Kluber, man. I agree. And this is two starts in a row with nothing going on. And he didn't walk a lot of guys today. It's just that he gave up a lot of hits. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of those hits were home runs, stupid errors that mm-hmm. we had too. Yep. You know, it was, it was just not a good. Everything went against him tonight. 
No, absolutely. And, and this has been the tale of him since coming off the injury list, not working deep into games. You know, four or five starts in, you should be pitching five or six innings. I don't think Corey Kluber has gotten to the fifth inning once since coming off the injury list. And I know he has like three or four starts left before hopefully we're in a playoff spot. I can't even say that yet because here come the Toronto Blue Jays right up our ass. But not much time for him to get himself worked up back in a longer I'm, – I'm, I'm losing my words – in a in a, in a, a, uh, a longer start, a break for the bullpen, and not ready for the playoffs yet. It's only what? When's he going to get three starts and he's there or something like that? Yeah, with 20 games left, probably three or four starts, yeah. No, that's hard. To, it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Very, very hard to do. And when you're struggling, you need starts, you know. How much How much are you going to get in before the postseason so you can make it? So. Right. It's, uh, and, and every game counts now for the Yankees down the stretch. No, absolutely. We'll, we'll get into the standings in just a few minutes. But right now they're tied with the Blue Jays. Right behind them is Seattle, Oakland, uh, uh, and, and Seattle, Oakland. Yeah, that's it. There's only two teams behind them. And, and, and Boston's one game ahead of them. So there's going to be a lot of moving over the next 20 games. But here's the catch for the Yankees. Not a lot of off days until the season ends. What are we on? We are on the 11th right now. Meaning, so they have an off day Monday. They, they have an off day on the 23rd. I, um, my, the word, the letters are excuse me, the numbers are small from my uh from my seat. Only three more off days over the remaining twenty games, so the odds are are, are not in the Yankees' favor when it comes. To, oh, they're not. Wait, no, they're not off Monday. They have the Twins game Monday. That's what that's what I was forgetting. So not another off day until the series after the Rangers come to town. So the odds are not in the Yankees' favor when it comes to rest. And I say that because when Corey Kluber is not going deep into games, we saw tonight. The Yankees used one, two, three, four, five pitchers to get five innings. Not good when you are in a bad spot off day wise. And, and this is a stretch where the Yankees, I believe, are playing twenty games in a row. Yes, like that. yes, that, that's exactly what, that's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. So, so this is a stretch where they're not playing twenty games in a row. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, next week I, I hear there's going to be some kind of re- a weather disruption. I heard sometime next week. So. A what disruption? A weather disruption. Oh, what day? And, what day are we talking about? Uh, I saw it on my. No, don't go by my phone, brother, because that's always odd. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking right now to see. I thought it was in the early part of. Uh, next. No, actually, actually, it's all clear now. By the way, so oh. all until actually Thursday. Thursday's when there's a chance of rain. Thursday. Yes. So then Thursday, they're Thursday. They're on the road though. Thursday they are they're in Baltimore, who I mean it's not a given not beating Baltimore right now. No, so they they are going to be playing, you know, close to these twenty day in a row, or possibly all twenty in a row. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and even after the off day, after the twenty game stretch, they have series with Boston and Toronto back to back. Those will be important games. Those six games will be the most important games they play all year. Especially right now, and things are obviously going to change. At least I think so. Boston one game up, and Toronto tied. You know damn well those games will mean everything, and the Yankees have to win all. Th- have to at least try win all six. So five and one. You cannot go into those games and you know drop two of six. It's not. You can't do that. 
What about if they take two or three from every series? From both of the series? Sign me up right now. Oh, yeah, sign me up. They went four and two or something like that. You yeah, yeah I, ta I take it. I take it. But that's also assuming they take care of the easier opponent in September. They have yes. to they have to sweep Baltimore. No winning series. That needs to be a sweep. Cleveland take two of three. I would like for them to sweep Texas at home, but with this team, I, I don't know. Win the series with Texas. The only team I'm mandating a sweep with is the Baltimore Orioles, especially when they're giving up 22 runs in, in 14 innings today. The That's Blue Jays. Right. Not to run that sweep Baltimore because Baltimore won last night. They did. But did you see the way Toronto hit today? Yes. Toronto's more dangerous than Boston, man. Well, to be fair, you know, they are facing double-A pitching, but... The yeah. Okay, here's the deal. The Yankees have the same opportunity next week. They had the same opportunity last weekend. There was no excuse for them to be losing to this double-A team. I agree. And the Yankees were playing to their level. I yeah, mean, I... oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. I, I completely agree with you there. They have been terrible against the Baltimore Orioles. The Tampa Bay Rays this year, 18-1 and against the Baltimore Orioles. That decides the division. That's why they're nine games up over the Yankees. Or is it eight games? I think Tampa Bay lost. No, it's still nine games. That decides the division. Stuff like that. Beating up yeah. on the bad teams in your division, especially when the Baltimore Orioles are the worst team in baseball this year. And the Yankees are only, what, three games over 500 against them? Unacceptable, man. Something like that, yeah. It's, just, it's, it's, it's right around 500. And I mentioned the bullpen before. Bullpen, I'm, I'm, I'm singling out Chad Green here. With Loisega out, Chapman clearly struggling in. I mean, you showed a little bit of it today. But I'm talking about overall, as a whole this year, Chapman struggling. Chad Green needs to start stepping it up. We cannot have these spurts where Chad Green, it turns out he's, he's a batting practice pitcher. And it's a whole, it turns into a home run derby. Chad Green needs to be better, man. I agree. Mean, he's very inconsistent. Very, I think very. He's very good, and sometimes he's not very good. So, you know, yeah, in the playoffs, I think he has to be more consistent for the for them to uh, for them to uh, go mm -hmm. deep in the playoffs. Why don't they make it? Right, and their best relievers right now, one Wendy Peralta. He's I, to me right now with Lizagout is the best relief pitcher they have. Two is probably Clay Holmes. He wasn't terrific today. He didn't give up three hits. But since coming over from Pittsburgh, he's lowered his ERA by an entire run, and he's been one of their better pitchers. Yeah, no. He has not been, you know, he's been good. But, you know, eventually, you know, how long can he continue this streak of being this good is going to be the big question. And, and it would be really helpful if they can do it until the Wiseman comes back. It would be. But are you going to get that? That's the question. I don't know. That, that That is a great question. I don't, I don't know if we've seen the end of Jonathan Loisega this year. We could have very well seen him throw his last pitch for the Yankees this year, which would suck. Don't get me wrong, no. because the bullpen around him is, is terrible. No, I don't think that's the case, though. I, don't I think hope so. so. you got to hope that they get into the playoffs for him to come back. What? Did they, how long yeah. did they say he'd be out for? They, they, I, I didn't hear a timetable. Did you? That's not a good sign. I, I didn't hear a timetable. I didn't hear a timetable when he was supposed to come back. Uh, yeah, well, I, the bullpen's a mess, and Ch like I said, Chad Green's got to be better, man. But as for the offense, going really well the first two innings, the Judge Homer, Higashioka, uh, Gardner, all Homer, they had a 5 nothing lead that's gone with the Kluber, um, with the Kluber bet outing. But between then and the, let me say the 
seventh or eighth inning. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on which one it is. They didn't have a base runner. From Aaron Judge's home run in the second inning to the seventh or eighth inning, there was no base runners for the New York Yankees. And you can credit that to Taiwan Walker, who started the game off rough, but was able to rebound and get through, checking my notes real quick, six. So he able to get through six. six. Yeah. And then Lugo coming in, he was terrific for an inning, only didn't even break a sweat, six or seven pitches. So hats off to the Mets pitching tonight. And aside from Trevor May, who is credited with the blown save tonight, the Mets' bullpen was pretty good. Yeah, it did. Now, I, I, was gonna, I told you about Mayor. I was going to be a big fan of this. Right. I, I was, though. I, I, I'll eat my words. I was a big fan of Trevor May. Lucas was very good. Uh... I told you about Brad Hand. I told you the Yankees just signed him. You didn't. You didn't want to listen. <laughs> I was taking. I was taking on deaf ears. And you didn't want to listen. I don't. I, uh, I, I, I stand with my words. I don't want Brad Hand. Uh, Lugo's been good this year, but yeah, you know, it was really May. May's performance really uh, told the Yankees to a victory right. with the high throw and then the home run and then. And by the way, that was great base running. By the way, for that high throw. Yes. Yes. Hard slide to second base. Absolutely love it. Great base run. It was legal. It was that possibly saved the game potentially. Oh, absolutely. No, the the game. That, that was Wade, correct? Uh, might have been Wade. I think I think it was Wade. I I'm I'll be honest. I was driving home when, when I when I was listening to that, so I, I didn't really hear it. I I mean I don't really remember who was on the bases. But I think it was Wade. But yeah, it was the Judge Homer in the eighth, the clutch Judge Homer, uh, the two run Homer. Stanton had a hit that he ended up scoring on that, but when Stanton gets a hit, I get giddy because he doesn't do anything else. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's pretty much how the uh, the Yankees snapped their seven game losing streak. Yeah, it, it was Torres on second. Torres on second. Okay, that, thank thank you. That, that, we got that clear on that. So Torres was the guy on second base. Good base running by him. He had a hit today too. Uh, two hits. I believe he did. Yeah, two hits. One. Yeah. Yes, he did. Very good. Very good. But um. As for the Mets, the big question for me is: I I think that they're pre- they're pretty much done. There there's nothing left that they have their game on the five hundred. The standings will show you that they're only four game or four and a half or four out right now. Um, the standings will show you that they're still in it. I don't see this team taking over the Braves. I don't see them taking over the Padres or the Reds. They are dead. The biggest question the Mets have right now is if they're re-signing Javi Baez. Do you think it's a good idea? No. Why? Because I think he's not a New York guy. What he said about the fans, and he's really not been producing that too much since coming to New York. If you ask me. Well, let me ask you. The season ends today. Javi Baez is probably one of their best offensive bats. I hate to use the word chemistry, but he loves playing with Lindor. Do you think they at least you know send an offer to him? Oh, they send an offer to him. I don't think they get him though. Do you think that he doesn't want to play there, or is it the Mets that don't want to do it? The Mets. It's the Mets. I don't know. I feel like with the way he's been hitting, and, and look at the stats, man. He has been the best out of Rizzo, Brian, and Bias since being traded off the Cubs. The, I think the Mets actually give him a competitive, a competitive offer. He's been one the of their Mets best are, players since getting him. The Mets are four out in a wild card and five in the division. Mm-hmm. So that's where they stand right now. Yeah. That is where they stand. And the Yankees in Toronto is a dead tie. It's dead even in oh, the yeah. second wild card. And I, I, I posted it yesterday, but yesterday, the the Yankees had the second spot. The Blue Jays, A's, and Mariners were all tied at one game. There is a very strong chance that we might see ourselves an American League wildcard tournament. 
Like, you know, where yeah, all these the, games are tied. We're, we're playing 165 games. You got the A's in Seattle who are two behind the Yankees in Toronto. Yes. So. Very doable. It, it, could, it could happen. I have my thoughts about Oakland and Seattle, both of them. Who do you think it ends up being? Out of, the, out of the four teams? Yeah. I think Toronto ends up by the end of really? the Really? So not the Yankees? I, I don't think Boston makes it either. Oh, so, so you do have the Yankees? I think it's the Yankees in Toronto. In Toronto or in New York? In Toronto. I think it all depends on that three-game series. It's in Toronto. We'll see where, where they end up. That's what it's going to come down to. Those The Yankees' six games, like I said, against those two teams will determine their season. Probably will. And also, they got, they got, and they got to beat up on the bad teams they're playing next week, too. They're going to yeah. beat the Twins Monday. They always beat the Twins, no issues. That's a guaranteed win. But then, like I said, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Texas got to win those series. No excuse. I, I, I completely agree. And Trevor, as for the Mets, four games out of the wild card. They have to jump over Philadelphia, St. Louis, Cincinnati, and San Diego, the, the last two which are tied for the uh, second wild card spot. And the division, they're five back. At one game under 500, it's embarrassing and it's doable. But in sports, you apologize for nothing. They're going to keep going. I don't see it happening. There's a lot of teams to jump over. Everything has to go right and everything has to go wrong for all those other teams. To me, it's a little, to me, personally, it's a little too late for them to, to make this comeback. I think the other thing, too, is, is that you, know, you got to jump on all those teams. And the other teams have something left. The Mets have nothing left. Oh, here. Reserves. I don't think Philadelphia's got anything left. Philadelphia is way too streaky. St. Louis is having a bullpen meltdown right now. I don't know if they're anything. And Cincinnati has not been playing well over the last month or so. To me, it's San Diego's to lose. But the problem is, is that the Mets have nothing left either. No, no, no. I'm not saying they do. But to me, all of the teams have major flaws that I don't see the Padres having. I know the Padres' rotation's been iffy and a lot of injuries there, but I still think they're the best team out of you know one, two, three, out of the five or six we've been talking about. If you talk to me as a fan, I'm hoping San Diego gets the second one. As a baseball fan. As a baseball. Because you want Dodgers, Padres. I, I don't want the Padres to beat the Dodgers. And let me tell you, I saw an LMB network. I was, I figured, I think it might have been Smoltz. Yeah, I'm calling it Smoltz. Uh, he was saying how it's unfair that the Dodgers have to play in a one-game playoff even though they're like the second-best team in the major leagues. No, no, no. It's not, it's not unfair. Go and win your division if you don't want to play in that wild-card game. Exactly. The Dodgers, they, they still have a chance at the division. They are two games back, right? Yeah, two, two and, and a half. half. Two and a half. That's very dual. Now, there's no more Dodgers-Giants, unfortunately. But, but two and a half games, very doable. I, I, I hope the Padres make it. I hope the Dodgers win the division and the Padres beat the Giants. I'm a I'm I, 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 maybe you have it in a little bit for the Gi- the Dodgers because your dad's a Giant fan. I don't know if you have any. Do you have any hate for the Giants? No. No. Okay. I am very much a, if the Yankees aren't going to win the World Series, I'm rooting for the Giants. I want I'll tell you what. If yeah. the Yankees don't win the World Series, right? They're going to have to hunt for a Toronto, San Diego. World Series. <laughs> oh, oh, that you mean the lowest rated World Series of all time? Not for me, won't be. <laughs> oh, you players. okay? <laughs> not me, I'm looking at Buster Posey trying to get his fourth ring, and I would absolutely love that for Posey. Uh, no. See, to me, I, I, I just think the Giants are not a... They're, 
they are not a you know sexy team. They are a hard grinding team. Hey, the, 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 you don't got You don't have to be sexy to win World Series. I agree. They just grind their way to like mm-hmm. a win. It, it, it's and they hit a ton and of home runs. Many, besides Chris Bryant and Buster Posey, it's not too many superstars. It's not a Working like players. It's old veterans, not not a lot of young guys. I think they're they're probably the oldest team in the league. I'm talking out of my ass here. They're probably the oldest team in the in the major leagues. But Trevor, I've talked about this with some friends of mine. If you go into and I'm gonna go off on a on a geeky rant here, Trevor. If you go look at it, the Giants have a really fun offseason coming up with all of the money that's coming. Quato's a free agent. Wood's a free agent. Discofani, uh Gosman, Posey, Belt. They locked up Crawford, but he was going to be one. The the Giants have all of these veterans coming off the books next year. And, I mean, listen, if I am a veteran in the Giants locker room, I'm saying, why the hell not? Let's go win one more World Series before they break us all up. Yeah, I would be, I'd be a mentality, definitely, definitely. See, I, see I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a geeky baseball fan. I've been looking at the Giants offseason. This is what happens when the Yankees suck. I should be all on the Yankees and the Mets, but you know they suck this year. No man, I'm into, I'm, I'm a San Francisco Giants fan now. The Yankees are gonna sneak into the playoffs and make a playoff run for the World Series. Oh man, I I can't get my hopes with the Yankees anymore. One, two, three, four, uh, four years in a row, I've been heartbroken in the Yank with the Yankees in the playoffs. I don't think I can do a fifth one. I really don't think I can. I know this would be a hard point this year because, to be fair, they weren't that really good in the loss. Trevor, they were supposed to win. Uh, they were supposed to win the division this year. Well, them being in the wild card itself is a failure. Well, only that they just gotta get in. They just gotta get in. If they make, if they're a wild card team and they go on to win the World Series, I don't, I don't care how they did in you know May and June. It's irrelevant. But if they lose in the ALDS again to the Rays. Dude, everyone's got to go. Boone, Cash, they got to go. It'll be five years in a row now, no World Series with this car. Well, the question is, they got to make it in there first before any of that can be solved. And you think they can. I'm iffy. I'm not so sure yet. See, I'm a a true Yankee fan that believes that they can do it. Right. That they put it all together, they're one of the best teams in the league. And I think they are. They haven't put it together, though. That's the problem, is we haven't seen them put it together. But they are better than what their record says they are. By the way, Trevor, we're going to go on to football in a second. Are you watching UFC in Stanford right now? I'm watching BYU in Utah. Okay. Is that on Fox Sports? I said ESPN. Yes, I'm going to watch that with you. I'm getting bored of this USC. What quarter are they in? The fourth? Third. Third. I like these games that go to 2 a.m. I'll watch those games. There's another game that goes at 2 a.m. Hawaii and Oregon State. I might watch that, too. There's a lot of games out right now. Yeah, so it's good. Yeah. All right. Trevor, speaking of football, week one of the NFL started. We can now say it exactly 12 hours. There you go. We did we did 22 minutes of – or excuse me, 23 minutes of baseball, and we waited exactly to 1 o'clock that we can say 12 hours of football. Trevor, very glad to be back in football season. Giants and Jets getting on their way today. And man, a long time coming, strapping up for a long season, and I'm I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up too. We're getting ready, Joe. You already uh, had it. You I haven't had a game yet, but you did. You already cracked the board on opening night. <laughs> Congratulations. Yep. 
Trevor's so alluding to our picks, which we will get to after our Giants and Jets preview. So you're one and zero. I'm still zero and zero. Yep, so I'm, I'm in first good. place. That's right. But the season's looking good. Obviously, the the, the, the questions around the show is that we obviously have different opinions about the Giants, mm-hmm. but you know. Will Joe be right? Will I be right? Or will it be somewhere in the middle? And we have a whole winter and fall to argue and eventually find out who is right. And who is it? it could, neither, neither of us could be right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think the in-between is? Eight wins? Eight wins, yeah, something like that. Eight, Eight wins, wins, missing the playoffs by a game? Yeah, that would be somewhere in the middle. That would be typical Giants. That's probably – that's pretty realistic, too. That's probably what they're going to do. <laughs> I mean, is it not? Probably. <laughs> Um, I, mean, I was going to say that, but yeah, we're, we're, football's finally back. We'll get to our picks towards the back end, but we'll first we'll preview the Giants and Jets games, and we'll start with the Giants. It's the first game with the new and improved Giants, and like Trevor alluded to, I have expectations. He doesn't, but Trevor, like I said, glad to be back, and the boring stuff first. Evan Ingram is out, so that means Kyle Rudolph will be handling the starting, uh, the starting tight end duties, and it's a great chance, Trevor, to see what our new New York Giant can do. Well, I'll tell you what, Detroit. I don't have as many expectations as you, but right. I will tell you what, it's a little ridiculous that the Giants are underdogs to the Broncos. They should win this game. That's what I'm saying. And I, I did, when I was prepping for the show, Trevor, I was, um, I, I, what I'd like to do is I like to go on to the opposing teams like blogs and see what their writers think. And I was reading the Baltimore, or excuse me, the Baltimore, the Denver Broncos blog, and six of their writers have picked the Denver Broncos to win by more than a touchdown. I, 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 you know, if the Giants do not win this game, I think it's a bad sign. <laughs> a very bad sign. This should be red, red, red light should be flashing if the Giants don't win this game. Even if it's a tough, yeah. tough one score game, they win by, they lose by a field goal or game winning field goal at least. No, they, they got. If you're saying that they have to, you know, they're division winners this year, it's your expectation. You can't be losing to Right. No, I, I agree, man. I can believe you. This is a game that they should win. And quite frankly, excuse me, if you look at the schedule, week one, Denver, they should be, they should win that. Washington, they should win that. Atlanta, they should win that. And then if you start 3-0, you know, we go from there. That That's very high praise. That's 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 very tough. But you look at the first three games, Trevor, as a, as a, as a fan with not a lot of expectations, is it crazy to say they start 3-0? We're the teams again: Denver and Atlanta. Denver, Washington, and Atlanta. They should, they should win. I mean, Denver and Atlanta are not that good. The toughest game is Denver. And then I'm, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm counting on Washington. Washington's, Washington's, Washington's probably the top, the toughest game. Washington's better than Denver. I don't but, think Denver's that good at all. I think Denver's a four or five win team. That's I see. That's that's that's. I I, I don't know about that. I, 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 I'm just saying this. If you're if you're a team that's supposed to win a division, then you, then you can't be losing to Denver. No, you got to be Denver. You got to be Atlanta. And I mean, it's a, a divisional game. You should win against Washington. Trevor, who's Washington's quarterback? I actually don't know. Who's start for Washington tomorrow? Is, is it is it Fitzpatrick tomorrow? Yeah, it's Fitzpatrick. I it's Fitzmagic. Okay. But they have a really good defense, though. They do. They do. But you know what? The Giants' defense is is it's not you know it's, well it's not Washington level, but they should be able to handle Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what I mean? They should. Now Fitz has played a lot of his magic on that. Let's see how he does Which... against our New York Giants defense. But again, is it crazy to say they start three 0 Trevor? I've been saying it's crazy. 
No, but uh, you know, for for the Giants, you know, I, uh, it's it's hard to see them winning three games because they're a very inconsistent team in the past couple of years. Right, right. They have been, you know, they they win it, they beat they beat teams that are you know they're not supposed to beat, and then the next day they have a head scratch and they lose to a team that you know they, they should beat. Right. So you know. What they'll probably happen is they'll probably lose to Denver and Atlanta, and they'll beat Washington. <laughs> and they'll be one and two going to, to going to New Orleans. <laughs> yes. Oh, that, that would be so giant, wouldn't it? So they'll, they'll lose the two games they're supposed to, and they'll win the game that they kind of have a 50 chance. So. Oh, yeah. That, that's a typical Giants right there. But but listen, 3-0, it, it's not crazy. We'll, we'll address it on a week-to-week basis. Realistically, what do you think they go in the first three games? Uh, I, I, you know, see, see, I think they go, I think they go 2-1. Not very confident about that, but Atlanta and Denver is just terrible, in my opinion. Okay. I, you know, they should go 2-1. But I'm not, but I'm not giving a real confidence that, you know, it will be a 2-1. Right. But I, I do think they at least win one of the three games. They, they they definitely should. I mean three no three I guess three no is definitely possible, but tomorrow like I said Ingram's out so that means Kyle Rudolph's in. Saquon is ready to go. Trevor he's giving Daniel Jones an elite weapon on the ground. I'm pumped up for him every time he takes a snap though. I'm sure we'll be holding our breath and watching his leg and making sure it's not ruptured again. But Trevor Saquon's finally back. I'm fired up about that too. Me too. See here's the injury report. So the Giants Ingram's out. Barkley's fits. Questionable, but he can play. What about Adoree? What about Adoree Jackson? He's he playing. He's playing. And for the Broncos, I see the only guy there is Bradley Chubb. He is questionable. Is he? So he'll probably play too. What I saw about Denver was that uh, Von Miller was questionable early in the week, but then he was a full participant of practice. So he'll be headlining that Broncos defense, and he'll be a full go tomorrow or today, really. Yes. Yeah. And, and that, the ESPN matchup predictor says fifty-three. 46.6, the Giants' chances of winning. So. Say it again? 53% Giants, they win. Denver, 46.6, but a 24% chance of a tie. Wow. That famous tie. <laughs> Trevor, it would be Giants to go 1-1-1. One, one, and one. <laughs> With a tie. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know it's coming, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So we talk about Saquon. He'll be playing, and then you mentioned Adoree Jackson. He'll be in, and I'll give I'll give my prediction in a second, Trevor, because Adoree Jackson has something to do with it. But one more thing, forgot to mention, Kenny Galladay also uh, was a little questionable practice. He's also going. Same thing with Barkley, though. When Kenny Galladay jumps up for a ball on his way down, I'm looking at his ankles. <laughs> I'm making sure this guy doesn't twist an ankle or something because it's we have to prepare. We have to be ready right now, Trevor. On this show, we have to say we are prepared. For Kenny Galladay to miss at least four games this year because of an ankle injury, Joe's preparing for the worst. You, it's, um, it's not the worst. We, when the Giants signed him, they knew Kenny Galladay comes with a four-game or excuse me, no, Kenny Galladay only plays thirteen games in a season. Yeah. So now yeah, they they, 13, they don't they, they don't pay him for thirteen games in a season. They should have, but they didn't. That's, no, we don't do that. <laughs> that, that, was, that. That's not practical. But we have to prepare for a Kenny Gallon injury because it's going to happen then. Eventually. Hopefully it's not too long. Hopefully. Hopefully. But again, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a weapon for Daniel Jones. If everything goes right, they'll be fine. 
But I mentioned Adoree Jackson and Von Miller because Adore, if Adoree Jackson, excuse me, Adoree Jackson is playing. So to me, this will be a very defense first game. And if the Giants are going to win, they got to hold Denver to 20 points or less. To me, that's their path to winning. I'm going to give you a statement. I'm going to win. Yeah. I wouldn't say that's a, a lunatic statement. Do you have a do you, do you have a score prediction, Trevor? Well, I will get to my score prediction later. Okay. Any, any other uh, We'll wrap up with the Giants. We'll on to the Jets. Anything else to the Giants? That's it. I will give you my Jets scoring prediction. I might have to redo that. Okay. Yeah, so we'll start with the Jets. And again, it's almost like... The, <laughs> I say new era, but I mean, it's yet again, another new era for the New York Jets. Just, fifth time we're saying this in the last 10 years. But Rob Sala's first game as a head coach. Zach's, Zach Wilson's first game in the NFL. And Trevor, no expectations for the Jets this year. All about watching the young guys and your thoughts on tomorrow's game against Panthers. Well, no Crowder tomorrow, and P. Ryan is questionable. Say it again? Sorry. And so Crowder's out tomorrow. Yes, with COVID, yes. And P. Ryan is questionable. Yes, so that means he'll be, he'll be ready to go. And Cole is questionable. You know, in Carolina, ironically, their first game is against Sam Darnold. Yep, that's, that's hilarious. Uh, in Carolina, you know, I, th- I think Carolina's a better team. I think mm-hmm. they improved this year. You know, I think it's a tough game for the Jets, if you ask me. No, it's absolutely tough for the Jets. And, you know, me personally, I was looking to see what these quarterbacks were saying about each other this week. I did not see any shade from Darnold to Wilson or Wilson to Darnold. They seem to be playing it off. It's, they're all friends, blah, blah. I wanted to see, you know, Sam Darnold take some shots at the Jets this week. I was looking for that. But he, he, he took the high road. He did. And, I mean, they probably should have. I mean, let's call it like it is. But, you know, I was looking for some spice to come into this game, you know? Well, they, they, they mentioned you again to your face and took the high road. They mm-hmm. weren't were a, were a, a low road guy like you. <laughs> right, right. Now, this, in my eyes, has the potential to be a game where Sam Donald goes off uh, 350 yards, four touchdowns, and uh, uh, the biggest middle finger to the New York Jets that the world has ever seen before. That probably happened to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, to, to me, I, I could totally see that happen. Oh, I, I, it probably will happen. Because it probably he, will happen. And you know, because I've been saying it all summer. It was a mistake to trade Darnold. They shouldn't have to begin with. I know you're indifferent on it. But Darnold has everything to prove against the New York Jets here. Well, we'll see tomorrow. We'll right. see tomorrow how it plays out. And Trevor, Jets debuts for Corey Davis. That's a weapon for Zach Wilson. And like I said before, it's about the rookies this year. And also, second-year guys, because the rookies last year had to play under Gates, which I don't think was fair to them. Like, P. Ryan and Mims were not put in the best spots. I think Sal will do a much better job at that. So on the offensive side, I'm looking at guys like Mims, P. Ryan, Carter, Elijah Moore, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker on the offensive line. So for the Jets, about watching all the young guys, no expectations this year. Just go out and play and show us what you got. I agree. I agree with you. So, Trevor, uh, your score prediction for the New York Jets? Uh, I like the Panthers 28-17. 28-17. Okay. How do you feel Zach Wilson does tomorrow? I think he does okay. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Any interceptions? Played, yeah, two picks and a touchdown pass. Two picks and a touchdown pass. All right, not bad. Darnold. What do you have pitch for Darnold tomorrow? I think Darnold throws uh, three touchdowns and he throws a pick. And a pick, okay. Right, very fair, Trevor. And your Giants score prediction? Well, uh, uh, well, 
I, I will tell you what I like. Uh, give me Giants 17-10. Wow, a barn burner. I love it. <laughs> I will absolutely take that, though. I, I say Giants 17-10. You like you said, it's definitely a game you should have won. Or the, excuse me, they should win. But Trevor, it is time. And you know what we're gonna do? Um, we're we're gonna we're gonna just gonna you know learn this on the air. We're gonna spice it up. We'll do a little music with the picks this year. We're, I'm gonna try it. Maybe you'll hear it. Maybe you won't. Maybe the audience will hear it. Maybe they won't. But it's playing right now. I'll probably lower it as we go on. Yeah, it's a little loud. I'll lower that. Let's lower that down. Can you even hear the music, Trevor? I cannot, but it's okay. All right. So I hear it. Maybe maybe the I don't know if the website hears it. I, I, they could be hearing music. They could be not. Oh, I know. I hear music, though. And we'll get with our picks, Trevor. And like I said, I took the Thursday game, the Cowboys, plus eight and a half. Uh, it worked out very well for me. I am now leading you one nothing, Trevor. So with that being said, you can start with your picks this week. And by the way, I locked in my picks on Friday. So if the spreads are a little different with the 24-hour difference, let them be. But Trevor, you may go first with your pick. I'll tell you what, I, I think the game of the week is Cardinals and Titans. What a game this week. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, I think the Titans are a very good team. Uh, Derrick Henry, Tannehill, Jones, now like the new weapon. But I think that the Cardinals are a little better. I like the Cardinals plus three. Cardinals plus three was one of my picks, too, at Tennessee. I'm very big on Murray this year. And Trevor, uh, that, which also reminds me, you're supposed to give us your Super Bowl prediction at the end of the, at the, end of the show. Which we'll get to second, yes. which includes the Arizona Cardinals. But I love Murray so much. I dressed him a fantasy team this year. I'm very high on Murray and his Cardinals. So I agree with Trevor. Cardinals plus three at Tennessee tomorrow. All right. So Joe, me and me and Joe go once in a in a while. I actually agree. <laughs> yeah. Your turn. Go ahead. You can go again. All right. Chargers and the football team. I'm going to take the football team minus one and a half. You know, I I think the team's defense will prevail. I'm not as high in the Chargers as some people are. I think their defense has a lot of holes. I think I, you know, I like Washington's team, so I like the football team minus one there. See, Paul Robinson to start the year off here, Trevor. I got the I got the Chargers plus one and a half at Washington. And uh, like I said, Paul Robinson's. I'm going to go against the Washington football team here. I don't know what Fitzmagic we're going to see. Is it Fitzmagic going off for 400 yards? Or is it three interceptions and we'll see Taylor Heineke at halftime Fitzmagic? Uh, new head coach in town for the Chargers, Anthony Lynn's out. Justin Herbert's second year. Uh, Austin Eckler is a full go tomorrow. So Chargers plus one and a half at Washington. I'll take the points. All right, Joe. Third game, last game. Probably Browns Chiefs right game. Yes, it is right game. Um, if you have division expectations... You need to win this game. I'm taking the New York Football Giants plus three. a boy. So I will be taking them, and I plus three, and I'm calling. I I, I think they sh- this should be a win, but I'm taking the Giants plus three, and I would say that's the most confident I feel out of my three games. No, that that, that was definitely one of them, Trevor. And if I had to choose one more, I I, I was gonna take Carolina minus three and a half. I but I, I like to do the Giants. I, I this is not an official pick. I was just saying if I had another one, I'd take Carolina plus three and a half against the Jets. But Trevor, again, what was the spread for the Giants? Three and a half or two and a half? Uh, plus three. Plus three. Okay, so you're taking the Giants plus three tomorrow. Uh, you have all three as as underdogs this week, guys. Did I? Looks like the football team. They're the favorite. That's right. You're taking. Oh, that's right. I'm taking the Chargers. You're taking the football team there. Okay. Yeah. I, no. Go ahead. No, the Giants are not one of your picks. Is that correct? They no, they are not. 
my picks were Dallas we already hit on, Arizona plus three at Tennessee, and the Chargers plus one and a half at Washington. Go ahead, so reiterate we, your picks one more time for the records. So I have Arizona plus two like you. I like that. I have the football team minus one. Yep. So mm-hmm. we did, and I have the Giants plus three. So. There we go. So those are our three picks. As the standings say right now, I'm up one nothing over Trevor Zero. Really, really zero. Right. Hey, 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 first place is first place. I'm not apologizing for anything. It, Trevor, this is my pick segment to run with. And I have the lead right now, and you damn well know I'm going to hold you to it. I know. I, 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 I know. <laughs> I know. But let me say, Joe, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right, right. So, Trevor, two things. Number one, and this is not, you know, you don't need it for a while. Have you come? Have you been thinking about my punishment yet? I have been thinking. Now, it doesn't have to, have, have to be cement yet. You don't have to spoil anything. I just want to know if no, you've been I, thinking about it. I'm not spoiling. I'm just thinking about Well, to be fair, I'm thinking about it, and I haven't even made a pick yet on the show for you. <laughs> so, you know, let's just get that out of the way first. Right. But, you know, you have a I, I am I am thinking about, you know, I'll be watching events that you don't like. So, you know, sporting events. So, I'm calling up players. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping notes of that. Right. For your punishment. So, it's, it's all stored. It's all stored. Yeah. I, I'm excited. Sometimes I hope I lose so I can see these punishments, but... You hosting a show in the middle of January by yourself, I think that'd be pretty awesome. Hey, you know what? If I lose, it would not be a bad consequence. <laughs> Trevor, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at these scores on ESPN. That's like Oklahoma beat Western Carolina 76 to nothing. I saw something like that, yeah. Oh, good, for, uh, good for Boomer Sooner. Okay, Trevor, go ahead. You can give us your Super Bowl prediction that you, you, uh, you teased on Tuesday. I, I think Cardinals over Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So. Cardinals over Chiefs, okay. Joe, what's your Super Bowl prediction? I I'm I'm with you on the Cardinals. Like I, I guess the Chiefs too with the AFC. Maybe a, maybe a different team I pick was the. I'm, I'm very high on the Ravens, Trevor. Even though they, you try, I, I like the Ravens and the Titans. The Titans are a good one too. Well, well I'm a Lamar guy. So. Right, I am very much with you on the Chiefs though. Oh, excuse me, on on the Cardinals though. Very much with you on that. But Trevor, I hope you enjoy game day. We'll be texting up. We'll be back at some point early next week. Hopefully with the Giants 1-0. Hopefully with the Jets' young superstar, or not young superstars, the young draft picks actually showing themselves. Maybe Zach Wilson's got something looking for stuff from uh, Rob Sala. But until then, Trevor, enjoy game day. I'm Joe Morales. That's Trevor Markowski. This has been the MDM Podcast.